Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Check podcast tonight. We got a very, very special guest, my man Alex Todd. Hello, hello, sir. Welcome to Sotheby's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's uh, a flex. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of a flex. Yeah. Two of uh, allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Perry. I'm Ben, and I'm Rashawn, and we make up the Risk Check podcast. Uh, what are we wearing tonight, guys? What do we got you on? Start? Let, let you me start? start. Let me start with the man who never repeats a watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys put a lot of pressure on me. Okay. Um, but cat's out the bag. I am repeating a watch. Okay. <laughs> um, so we have, we have Alex here. So um, if you've been following the show for about, with this episode 49, for about. It is episode 49. We're up 49 there. for probably about at least more than 40 of them. I've consecutively worn a different watch. Very impressive. On, on the show. Not the last couple, but most of them, yeah. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> Um, so, um, I felt it was only appropriate to wear my Rolex Cellini. Um, this one is very special to me. Um, I think that in the future, this watch is going to serve me. Two-tone precious metal, something that you don't see from Rolex. Manual wound from Rolex. Um, of course, Rolex takes pride in perpetual movement and automatic timepieces. So I found this one to be a unicorn to actually, um, to wear because Rolex isn't known for those kind of pieces. Yeah. It's a very yeah, nice Yeah, it's watch. a fire piece. Thank I you. love the Jean Rousseau strap. Yeah, Jean really Rousseau nice strap. Touch. Is that the new one you had? You got the made? The Pink Lizard. Yeah, Pink Lizard. Um, I mean, it's breaking in really well. Very comfortable. Heard it like hell, like a like a new pair of like leather shoes. So I had to like break it in. But you got your lizard boots on too. I like that yeah. watch because you can dress it down. You can rock it like yeah, you're rocking it with jeans, and yeah. you can also put on a nice suit and wear it at the same time. Of so course. it's very versatile. Yeah. I mean, I got you know I got lizard boots on, so like <laughs> it, it works perfectly. <laughs> For sure. Alex, what are you what are you rocking tonight? What are you broke? I got my favorite watch, my everyday uh, fifty nine ninety. Okay. Uh, Paddock. Yeah. Um, shout out to my guy Cutler and Altier Jewelers. Respect. It's my Patek guy. Um, so it's one of my favorite watches. I bought it for myself for my birthday last year. So it's just like my everyday. I love this watch. It's my thing. Respect. Nice. I love nice. that. Nice. Um, I'll go next. Tonight, I am wearing, I'm wearing AP. That's the second day in a row you're wearing AP. <laughs> Maybe five. Five? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get used to this. It's nice. This is the dual time. Uh, this thing is beautiful. 39 millimeter. Uh, date indicator. I got the dual time zone, power reserve. This thing is fire. I love a asymmetrical design dial. Yeah. Just busy, but kind of weird in all the right places. This thing is fire. I'm really enjoying this. This is nice. Beautiful watch. Uh, my man here is double wristing tonight. What's, what, what's, what's happening? So on the right wrist is the, the usual, the OP, the green. Okay. But the one I want to highlight tonight is uh, a watch that I actually got. A friend hooked me up, very special friend. Very, very special? A very, very special friend. So shout out to him. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have it. Love that. And also, I'm going to count it as a late Valentine's Day gift from MBNF. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they owed me from the first raffle. So I'm wearing a Mad One Red tonight. Amazing. So new to my collection and new to the show. It's very special. Watch the way it tells time, the way it feels. The strap is crazy. The Reuters on top. I love that piece. So... I'm definitely, I'm going to wear this for at least a week and see what happens. The beautiful thing about like what MBNF is doing, it, it feels like Max Booster is taking his like, his his mantra seriously, like Max Booster and Friends. And yeah. now there's like a level of accessibility. Yeah, I mean, in MBNF. In terms of being able to have like yeah, one of his It's products. a brand that, I mean, it's hard to get into unless you have a lot of expendable income, right? Yeah. Like MBNF, easily 70 grand to start for, for most stuff that's like kind of like worth having, that's actually wearable. Crazy. This retails for three grand. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So you can buy into a crazy brand for 3K. Something yeah. for everybody there. 
Yes. That's awesome. That's, great. That's a good pick, my man. Yeah. So tonight we're here at Sotheby's for the luxury edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fine watches auction that comes up on March 7th. Just to let you all who are watching know. Uh, the exhibition is open to the public for the first week of March. Yep. Um, and so I encourage all of you to, to come in and, and check out. There's some amazing pieces. We had a preview episode that we shot here with our people, uh, Richard Lopez, Janet and Christina. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to kind of go through the entire catalog yep. for this go around. There were some favorites. I mean, one of mine's I know was, it was actually another AP. Yeah, the East, the East Klein. Klein. <laughs> staring at it all night. Was, was a good one of mine. Uh, but uh, you can visit us on uh, Instagram at RiskCheckPod and, and with plenty of content up there. We had the new episode up as well as uh, a link to follow to yeah. see the watches that are going up for auction on the 7th. Um, getting into the thick of things, my man Alex Todd. So you're, you're pretty well known in, in some very particular circles <laughs> as the guy to go to when you're looking for the right stuff. Yeah, I could say that. <laughs> you could say that. I guess, um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we'll get into that, but I wanna get into, I mean, so what I, what I know about you, you're a serial entrepreneur. Um, you started out as, as a jeweler, but before that, I mean, obviously you had a love and an and adoration for, for watches. I wanna talk a little bit about that. I know you're from Brooklyn, but where did this, this love affair with watches start? To be honest with you, even like, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted and always loved watches. Um, when I was a kid, I would save a couple of bucks and I'd go buy myself a Swatch or I'd go buy myself a Fossil. Yeah. Or then like I, I'd thrive to one day get myself up to a Movado. Okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm talking about when I'm 13, 14, 15 right. years yeah, old, yeah. you know, so I just always, it was always something about, something about having a nice wristwatch. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when I started working and I started making some money, you know, I bought myself my first watch was uh, Cartier Pasha. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That was like when I turned like 17. Mm. And then my first like real, real, real watch that I was super proud of to put on my wrist, I got myself a Daytona. Oh, wow. Like a Zenith movement, stainless steel. Yeah. At that time, it was like... 7500 bucks mm, yeah. at the time. Um, that was the first watch that I like really was like, I'm flexing. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? And ever since then, I just love Daytonas. Yeah. You know, I have plenty different moderations, the stainless steel, mm. Zenith movement. I have the, the new one, stainless steel. I have a rose gold one that I brought here. Um, and I just super into Daytonas. And as, you know, as I got older, my watch palette just kept increasing and increasing. Yeah, and, as it does. It's a know, rabbit hole. I exactly, try to tell people all the time. Exactly. So just uh, then when I got into the jewelry business, a lot of people would be, you know, asking me for jewelry. And I always be like staring them. Nah, you don't need the jewelry. You know, let me show you yeah. what, you know, what's actually a decent investment that yeah. you can actually make some money on in the future mm. and holds its value. And I was always pushing watches. Right? Wow. So like just always pushing watches, watches, watches. That was like just a passion of mine. And then like eventually with all my clients and everything, I would just somehow end up always selling them a watch instead of like they come to me for jewelry. I'd be like, nah, you buy this watch that's awesome you know so um just kind of progressed into it but it was just always i was just for whatever reason it was i was just super into watches what from year a young did you, age uh, what year was that when you started your jewelry business it was like around 15 years ago i believe so oh, wow. so i was like 32 33 years old what were you doing just before that that kind of led you to it man i was doing so much okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like you know i, I was I was doing private jets. I was in the private jet industry. Okay. I was uh, in the real estate. I was doing real estate for a little while. A lot of high-end, yeah. all high-end, high-ticket priced items. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was selling real estate in New York. It was all, you know, million-plus apartments. Or, you know, uh, when, I, when I was doing private jets, I was dealing with a lot of high-end. Um, and obviously, every flight was, you know, 20, 30, 40, yeah, yeah. 50, $100,000. So it was always something where high priced items and just high ticket items. It was just something that I was into and mm. something I enjoyed. And in the beginning, I couldn't afford most of this stuff. Yeah. You know, I was just, you know, building myself up. But, um, you know, just took natural progression and, uh, you know, started going to the jewelry uh, by accident, got into jewelry. Um, my mom, who's been in jewelry for, for 
or for the last 30 years. Oh, wow. I would never, ever would think that I would ever get into jewelry. It was yeah. like, ugh, not something I yeah. want to do. But mm. some people ended up actually owing us some money on 47th Street. Okay. So I had to go and try to figure out a way to get, sure. our, get our money that we lent them. And, um, so this into, started as like a family affair for you. Yeah, this is a family like, business. Almost, just kind, kind of, of uh, kind of turned into going to Forty Seventh Street, and then was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And kind of learning, you know, how the jewelers were making money, and you know, obviously, I was around so many watches and yeah. stuff like that, which was a passion of mine already. Yeah. And I was constantly always buying new watches for myself yeah. uh, while I was on the block. And then it just turned into something. And I partnered with somebody that had a lot of. Um, celebrity clients and stuff like that and uh, then just took off from there at the time where watches already a big thing on 47th street yeah they've been you know ever since i can remember watches yeah. been flooding 47th street sure. you know you got to be careful out there because yeah. it's a lot of schlock houses. What. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um you know but if you you know there's a lot of rep there's a lot of good reputable dealers yeah. as well you know yeah. um yeah. so if you're dealing with the right people and you know again watches is one of those things when i got into the industry we were buying watches. People were coming to us because we were able to get them a discount. What, what period was this? What, what time frame? Year? Even like, you know, five, seven years ago. Really? You okay. Know, people were coming to us because we were able to get a yeah. Rolex mm. discounted from right. retail. AP yeah. discounted from retail. RM discounted from so retail. so amazing how that was just like a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, right before the pandemic, you know, a year or two before the pandemic, everything was, you were able to get, people were not buying watches at retail. No, no, it's true. not a no. thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people that that yeah. you know, yeah. that we're in the know, you know you can go, you have a, a gray market dealer, and you can basically get 20, 30, sometimes 40% off, depending on the model, right. on a brand new model, not yeah. even yeah. a used model. I know sometimes, like right before COVID and the pandemic really hit, people were getting gold Rolexes from ADs for a discount. Yeah, not crazy. nothing crazy, but definitely, at least the tax was coming on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, I remember selling 41 millimeters um, when they first came out, the big, you know, the, the day big day, day rollies, day yeah, the big yeah. base rollies. I mean, we were selling them for $32,000, $33,000 on the block. Mm. You know, sometimes, you know, like I would buy 5980s. I, I remember Patex for $60,000, $70,000. Wow. So, I mean, it's like the people used to come to us because we were able to get them a discount. Yeah. And then I was like, why do people need to come to us when, yeah. Yeah, when you just go to the stores to the exactly. now exactly. and pay less than what, you know, what they're now the dealers are all upcharging on almost everything. Oh, you yeah. Know? So like that's when kind of like the game got a little fuzzy for me, and uh, I was like, "Got to just make retail connections." Yeah. It's yeah. like complete, the game completely it changed. Completely changed. It totally yeah. flipped around. I mean, yeah. now every watch is going for over retail. Mm -hmm. So it's like having a gray market connect is not really, is not really the connect anymore. No, the no, connect no. is actually establishing having the relationships, retailers. relationships yeah. you know, with your retailers, yeah. and building you know good foundations and having some type of relationships with the with the actual ads. So, yeah, you know. Which is also tough because you know, Royal, you know, AP took away. Yeah, they the went boutique only. Yeah, they mm -hmm. yeah. took away you know ninety nine percent of all their authorized dealers. RM doesn't have any authorized dealers. Rolex and Patek are the only ones that still have authorized mm -hmm. dealers, and they're cutting down also. They are. You yeah. know, yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a funny game. You just got to find the find yeah. your find your find, find your find the end and exactly and make it. So it's interesting because you start. You've always had this passion for watches. You got your start in, in, in jewelry. And I take it that that's kind of where you, you cut your teeth and you built your business and you got your client base. Um, where you, I imagine, because I know, you know, when you've been doing this hobby as, as long as someone like yourself has and, and, and you're passionate about it, you're always trying to show people what you think is the, the thing. Yeah, for you sure. know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got to look at this. And so yeah, I imagine you got all these guys that are coming in looking at jewelry. Like, what was it? At, at what point did you realize, I got them? Now they're starting to flip and they want the, the timepieces. You know, once you start getting, you know, these, these watches and these wrist pieces on, like, all the influencers. Yeah. You know, like, the real influencers. Like, yeah. people that are respected in the mm -hmm. watch industry. I think people start to start to flip and be like, yeah. oh, he has this. He has this, I want that because yeah. this guy has it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. I always try to be like the guy that influences the influencers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was like my thing. Like, I want to make, I want to get what I feel is the hottest and dopest watches right. on the dopest people in the world. Yeah. And like that, and in my opinion, I mean, if you got, got guys like Hove, you know, who, because of him, I single-handedly feel like he's the guy that 
put AP on the map. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we, he, we spoke about that. You know, yeah. he, he put RM on the map. Yep. You know, he was he had an RM 20 years ago when they first came I out. I know, he had with the RM02. Uh, oh, he had the one. Yeah, he had the one. Wow. Crazy. You know, um, you know, he even, no matter what he puts on, somehow it just becomes hot, you know? Yeah. So it's dope to be able to, you know, help him provide, get him the, or tell the him things to that feel like yeah. what I think is dope and for him to kind so of is he, my So lead. it's funny, I want to talk about that too, because like, you know, this is someone that, that we admire greatly for his accomplishments, but also, you know, it's sort of like that quiet nod because you know, you know, vicariously listening to his music that he's always kind of been into watches, but people are really only now starting to catch up mm-hmm. with how deep he's been into it for how long. What's that been like to kind of help him curate his collection? It's a dream come true for me, you know. <laughs> um, and just be honest with you, you know, it's uh, something that I admire and something that I just feel is super dope and yeah. enjoy that we're on the same wavelength. And there's a lot of times, you know, I might shoot him a watch and be like, eh, he's like, uh, eh. <laughs> that's not it you know that's what I mean how, many, how often does you that you know happen? what I mean not, I mean I have pretty good taste I yeah. feel like so you know majority of the stuff he likes or yeah, suggestions yeah. that I give him you know he takes um, but yeah you know there's plenty of there's times and eh, that's not it you mm-hmm. know he's got is a really, he into the independence at all I mean right not not yet okay not yet I'm hoping to get him there yeah. you know and I'm not even into them really yet that mm-hmm. much to be honest with you yeah. you know um, I bought one that I'm starting to with right now let's talk about this so yeah. you did bring some watches through for us and there's an indie brand here Uh-oh. that i'm not very familiar with but with, here's what you don't know we have our resident watch encyclopedia our rain man <laughs> You're giving me too much credit this yeah. guy i mean you put something in front of him it's like that he knows what it is an instant yeah, yeah. i didn't get a chance to wine it so i'm doing crazy. it for you it's gonna take me like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, to wind yeah, it, it takes but. a little while they got a piece they, yeah i know yeah, yeah that uh so that it winds. While Ben is firing this, I'm literally going to be here for ten minutes. So <laughs> take your time. I think when you know when you were telling your story, just in how you are curating these influencers' collections, especially someone you know that's at the pinnacle, um, like Jay Z, um, it speaks to the credibility that you have and the tasteful uh, tastefulness that you have in the eye for watches. So. Um, there's a couple of timepieces that have been on Jay that has been on like the um, I say the less beaten path. Mm-hmm. Has there been anything that you suggested that you were like, oh shoot, he actually like wore it? Yeah, I mean, Jay's got an unbelievable palette for watches. Even like before I was messing with him, you know, mm. he had the RM before I ever suggested an RM. You and know? To, I think that's a that's a, a major point too because. You know, they're super hot now, but you're talking about 20 years ago yeah. when exactly. no one knew what they were. They released in 2003. No yeah. one, yeah, no one cared yeah. to yeah. be ahead of the curve then. Like, this is, yeah, this is going to grace my wrist. This is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's, that's pretty big. It's very, you know, he's got that foresight, and um, which is amazing, you know. But he, you know, when it comes to Hove, he's very particular. He knows sure. what he likes. He knows he's not going to just like, just like, he, he's got to really like it. It's not, yeah. he's not going to be like, oh, just cause it's an RM. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my wrist. You know, he's yeah. really got to like, like it. Yeah. He's past the point of like trying to compete with anybody. He's nah, like I mean, into in my, what he wants. In my eyes, I mean, he's the top yeah. when it comes to celebrity, you know, watch collectors. I like, he's Pinnacle. the top, top, top of the yeah. game, you know? What are, what are you looking for when you look at, at brands? So like, we have this watch yeah. here. Of, of all the things you could have went to, yeah. you went to a Pernell. <laughs> a Pernell, this is, this is interesting. What was it about this that you were just like, I get it? So the fact that, you know, double turb. Triple axis, double turb. Triple axis, double turb. The fastest, fastest turbions on the market. Wow. Like three times faster than any other turbion that's out on the market mm-hmm. right now. Um, I think that I think that it's a it's a really it's a fairly new company. Yeah, they've only been around for a couple of years. I feel like they're about to really start blowing up. Mm-hmm. I like the design. Um, I just I really I, I fuck with it. It's comfortable, and it's uh, something that I feel like uh, is about to blow up. They've been all over my Instagram feed lately. Really, all you know, over. You know what? You know what? This makes me kind of like think of too, and I wonder if you have your finger on the post on this as well, because um, uh, Swiss has been kind of champion Debethune. Yeah. Um, is that like a brand that 
you kind of connect with? Have you thought about? To be honest it? with you, not for me. Okay, you know, just not, just not something I'm super into. You know, be honest. Have you been with around? You. I don't like. Them? I like like that's a circular. Yeah. You know, I like. I don't like the all crazy funky. <laughs> like that. Even that, it's, it's yeah. circular. You know, it's yeah. just like the the triangles. And yeah, the, like like Star Trek. Yes. You ever try one on? It's not. It's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just not something I feel like aesthetically mm. would. Just go with my style. You know what I'm it's saying? Gonna, you're not gonna be able to wind it. You yeah, need, need the, the you need the tool because oh, the mainspring exactly. gets so tight you yeah, can't yeah. hand wind it anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, this thing is beautiful though. Yeah, it's dope. And Man. you know, I mean, they start this. They don't sell anything but tourbillons. Yeah, yeah. So I, to me, it's just like it's like a, a piece piece. You mm. know what I mean? It's like it's, it's, it transcends. Like I'm trying to flex right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like, that. You're not, and you're not going to see a bunch of people wearing it. No, you know? no, no. That, that's, that's kind that's of the biggest love, thing, too. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, I like watches that you're not going to see, like, every single person rocking. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you, you know? move into it. When you c collect watches for a long enough time, at some point, A, your, your taste change. You're looking for something else to mm -hmm. experience, right? But you're also looking for something that's, like, a lot less pedestrian. You don't want to be in the same circles with everyone that has the same watches. You want to be the guy that's like... I'm sure I want people to come and be like, yo, what, what is, the hell is what that, is that? <laughs> exactly. on your wrist? Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And it's right. like, oh, that's this new shit that's coming out. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I personally, I think it's... Uh, they have this amazing, amazing watch engineer, Kudrow, who's... Mm was with uh, does movements for for Ye for Jaeger okay mm -hmm. so I mean um I, f I just fuck with the I fuck with it and I see what we'll see what happens in the future you know we'll maybe be able to do something with them and yeah is this the only printout you have yeah it's the only one yeah. I have for now um but what I do you like in terms of complications I like tourbillons yeah you know I'm a turb guy but yeah. um honestly I fuck with everything yeah. as long as to me it's all about like the aesthetic look okay to me, most importantly, yeah. I mean, the insides of the watch. I'm not so such a technical. Yeah. Like, there's some really big watch yeah. nerds. I'd be, sure. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start spitting references. Yeah, yeah. I'm the furthest thing from like one of these like watch nerds. I'll tell you exactly what's going on and the intricate details. But of, this is still pretty. Movement. This is like high horology. I mean, so, that's, like, that's a watch is. nerds watch. It is. It is. 100%. Yeah. But it's it beautiful, but, so everyone but, can appreciate like, it. Like what I liked about it is just like the double turb spinning and like just the aesthetic. You know, just the aesthetic of it. I like the. Watch. I like white watches, you know, there's not too many that I fuck with. I mm -hmm. love like the AP ceramic. The white ceramic. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I love all the RMs, yeah. the white the ones. I got, a couple, I got a couple. I have a RM 1103 mm -hmm. Le Mans, mm -hmm. which I love. Um, that's that's the white watch that I have. And I just got a 3503 okay. uh, Nadal. Yeah. So. Oh, the Nadal. Yeah, the Nadal. That's a fire piece. Yeah. yeah. You got white and blue or white and pink? White and blue. Yeah. yeah. I like the white and pink the most. That but... one's a turb. Yeah, yeah no. that one's a little bit. That's that's like a million and change right yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm still not at the million dollar watch yet, but you know, hopefully, eventually. We'll get <laughs> How many watches do you own? I don't know exact number, but <laughs> could you wear one for every episode we've had so far? Probably not. I'm okay. like in around twenty. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Damn, Sean got you beat. <laughs> this man has yeah. 50 watches. I, yeah. I don't have a big enough collection of this, though. <laughs> that single watch is the this entire is watch collection. Sounds so, like a million. You, right? you also, uh, you brought some pieces. You know, we, we were talking and talking about, like, what to bring. And you brought some stuff uh, that means something to you. So I want to touch on that a little bit, too, because there's some pieces in here. Yeah. Um, um, so you got this. We, and you talked about your love and, and your affection for, like, Daytonas. Exactly. So we have this gold Daytona piece here. Um, talk a little bit about this. How did this fall in, into your collection? What was it when? What happened when you acquired this? Jigger Man gave me this as a gift. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jay Z he, gave that to you. Yeah, Jay Z. That's amazing. Gives, yeah, he was having a, a charity event. Okay. And one, and the invitations to the charity event. I heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we seen that. Hold on, yeah, time we, out. Yes. We got to talk about like that's 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 a crazy flex. Yeah. These are watches that at the time, I think when he had this party, because I heard about this and it was like a charity event. It was poker was involved, right? It was, it was a blackjack tournament. A blackjack tournament. Yeah. Uh, but this is at a time where, you know, even Daytona getting this, hard to get. it's very difficult to get. Yes. And my man is the super plug. Yes. <laughs> Here's the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, everybody was getting all that's like, incredible. Seen all the videos yeah. and it was like gift from home. What, like, what, what happened? So, so, okay, so. You're chilling at home. You're wherever you're at. You get an invitation. What the hell is going through your mind when this thing comes to the door? 
I mean, it's pretty dope. You get a, a nice bottle of Ace and a, nice, a Rolex did box. It, it was it. It was in. Uh, did it come? Did you see the Rolex box when yeah, it was presented it was a to you? Yeah, Rolex box and a bottle of Ace and the invitation to the event. And then you open up the box and. and I mean, I kind of knew what was in there. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you helped put it together. Yeah, helped put it together. Okay. But yeah, um, I knew what was going on. But it was still amazing just to be able to be part of that. Hell yeah. Exclusive group that were invited and was able to get this watch. And that's this is why priceless. one yeah. of them I'll never sell, one of my watches that I'll never sell. Yeah, how trade, could you? you know? So no, no way. it means a lot to me. And um, yeah, that's how this one came about. It's beautiful. So you helped you helped sort of like put this together. You were helping yeah. like source the pieces. Yeah, I was helping them out. How was the, the uh, how did you I mean, you it's guys... not easy to get 30. Heck no. <laughs> it's not easy to get one. 30 Daytona. Yeah. How did know? you guys arrive at deciding that this was the one that we were going to pursue? And and I mean, he wanted something people. that was a Rolex, mm -hmm. and um, you know, something obviously that's uh, that's dope that yeah. people are gonna enjoy yeah. and wear. And I mean, to me, like I said, Daytona's are my favorite Rolex. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like all around, just classic. Mm. Can wear them with jeans. Can wear them with a suit. Yeah. And just like, just like the the perfect Rolex to me is a Daytona. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you went for something that's not just okay. It's, it's a Rolex. You went for oh shit. Exactly. Precious that's metal. what you went for. Yeah. Yeah. The sure. Everose. Yeah. Blacked out yeah, too. Yeah. It's a good one. And um, yeah, there was a bunch of dials that were given out to different people. Mm -hmm. So. Oh wow! So there wasn't different, like, like variations. Yeah, was, not everyone yeah. got the same thing. Not everyone. Someone got a uh, chocolate dial. But everyone got a Daytona. John, somebody got, got John Mayer. Some, I don't think so. No, it was just like different different variations of whatever that year uh, dials were. Yeah, yeah, chocolate, white face, yeah, black face. I don't. That's know awesome. Exactly what it was. Yeah. How did the fifty nine ninety find itself in, in your collection? It's just the watch that I always wanted. Yeah, and, okay. And um, I wanted to buy one when I could have bought it for like on the block a while ago for fifty grand. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden after the pandemic, I was like. Like 150, 200,000 dollars. Mm -hmm. like pissed off that yeah, I didn't get yeah. it, and I just you know reached out in my relationship with Patek, and they were able to secure me one. My that's boy, amazing. My boy Cutler, yeah, was able to get me one at list. So, yeah, so it was lucky, and it was my birthday, and I just decided to buy myself a gift for my birthday. That's incredible. Yeah. Is this your it's first my, Patek, or do you have you have? I have I have a few Pateks, but uh, I have a now I have a few Pateks. At the time. I was in and out of them. Okay. This is the first one that I actually kept. Yeah. yeah. What was it for you about Paddock that, that like kind of resonated with you when you, because Paddock is such a. Um, it's like an acquired taste. <laughs> not only is it an acquired taste, it's, it's uh, it, I think for a lot of people who start their watch collecting, you, you, if once you get to Paddock, there's been growth. 100%. Right. Because you're looking, you're not trying to check the same box, right? You're, you're, you for know. For me, Paddock yeah. came after the Rolexes, after the APs, yes. after the RMs, mm. like that's yeah. when I went and stepped up, felt like I'm old and grown already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's older, yeah. grown, more sophisticated and just more like classy and just like. What is it about them that you really enjoy? I mean, everything. I mean, the aesthetic of it. This is a beautiful watch, you know, dual time zone. Just, I mean, everything that you would want in a watch, I feel like this watch has. Yeah. And again, it's another watch that you can dress down or dress up. Yeah. So like, to me, that's very important because I don't, I don't, I'm not a big suit guy, yeah. so I like to be able to put a watch on with a suit if I do happen to wear one. Sure. But to me, it's like I like to wear hoodies, sweats, and mm -hmm. jeans, and just like be able to rock this with anything. You know? Yeah, for sure. And just the, to me, this is just like the perfect watch, sized and just like the way it looks and just everything about it to me is just like love this thing. Yeah. So my every, pretty much my everyday watch. I love that. Yeah. The fifty nine ninety should be an everyday watch. Yeah, it's my everyday. You don't have so. to take that off. Yeah, I love this watch. Yeah. What is it like now seeing like? Um, you know, because you've been you've been doing this a while, and now you're seeing the uh, the culture starting to grow. Where you have like a lot of like the younger guys getting into collecting watches now. You got guys who are just starting their career, you know, in uh, in the professional space, or you know, in an entertainment space, or or the, or the 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 athletic space, and now they're coming to you or consulting guys like you and asking about watches. What is that? What is it, how's that? That's great. I usually just tell them buy a Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> the first watch, buy yeah, a Rolex. Get a Rolex. Get a Rolex. What yeah. about the guy that comes up to you and is like, I want my first watch. I want the RM. Be like, yo, you, you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you can go out there and spend, you know, $200,000 for your first watch, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, who's to stop I mean, you? even more in some cases, because it's like, case, how yeah. are you getting, I mean, most guys aren't getting that retail. They yeah, don't have 100%. Access. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, if you could do that, 
at the same time, though, like I feel like if you sh- if you have an RM, you should have you should have everything. Have, you should have a few other pieces, yeah. you know. So I'd be like, instead of buying one, buy like three, four other joints, mm-hmm. and then move on to the RM. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's what I would recommend. But if you if you if you're doing it, and you're making a lot of money. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. it's all about your palate, right? Yeah. If that's what you want, but. It shouldn't be like I want an RM because I just want to, yeah. Because I want an RM and I want everyone to know that I got, yeah, yeah. half a million on my wrist. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so you crawl before you run. Yeah, yeah. You know? So you have you said you had like you have twenty watches. You know, I feel like by the time you cross the threshold of like maybe three or four, at this point now you're like you're a watch collector, right? Like your choices are now probably less um, emotional, more intentional. How, what's your perspective on, on building a watch collection? What, are, what, is, what is Alex Todd looking for in terms of like curating his watch collection? I mean, like, it's just when new watches come out right now, watches and wonders are going to come yeah, out. Yeah, it's right? coming, watches and wonders coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. So I'm sure there's going to be something there Definitely. that catches my eye. Just like last year or two years ago when I saw the 5990 with the blue face, which yeah. I'm still waiting for, Cutler. <laughs> so, like, you know, I just see something that I really love. Yeah. And I'll be like, I need to get that for mm. myself. Um, it's just about the aesthetic look, really, yeah. honestly. What, what catches my eye mm-hmm. and what I think is, you know, is fly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, is there anything that did it for you or last year or something you were hoping to see this year? I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm excited to see what Patek's going to do. Mm. Um, you know, Would you think about the, the latest novelties release that they did? Patek? Mm-hmm. It was what? It was in November, right? Yeah. They had left-handed? Yeah. Honestly. No. It was a lot of dressy stuff. Yeah. Mm. See, I'm, like, I, I'm still not into like the regular okay. dressy circle yeah, watches. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the sporty uh, pieces. Yeah. Just, just what, just my aesthetic. How about know? that rainbow aquanaut? Sick watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. for my wife. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's a I big, mean, it's a bigger watch. It's a, it's a thirty-nine. It's not size like a lady's aquanaut. It would, for me, for example, me, I can't wear a rainbow watch. You know what? I'll tell you a story. Like when okay. the rainbow Daytona came out, I got one. I was put put one on the side for my mom. Mm. You know. And Shout out to mom. He put Fact. a rainbow Daytona to the <laughs> yeah. side for his mom. Ended up selling it to Floyd Mayweather. Okay. <laughs> it's the worst mistake I ever made. Yeah. It was a pave so doll and bracelet. My mom getting, yeah. no, it wasn't pave. It was just the regular, with, regular. The, with, the, with, the, with the bezel, with the rainbow bezel. It was like when it first came out, I paid like 90 grand for it. Mm. Wow. And um, the worst mistake of my life. I ended up selling it to Champ and uh, watched skyrocketed to half a million dollars. Should have been on my mom's wrist instead I've sold it to Floyd for like pen- made pennies on the deal. So, um, yeah, it's like certain things like that. And the same thing with like uh, with with the with the with the watch you're talking about with yeah. the, the Aquanaut. with the Aquanaut, you know, we just, you know, made it happen and got one on the wrist for for Kev. Oh, know? wow. Yeah. And, you know, so like he could, I feel like, pull that watch off. Certain yeah. people could. Me personally, just in no, you know, just I can't see no, myself yeah. wearing. I don't know. Man. Personally, watch. Style rock that shit. Just yeah. my style. It's I'm not saying good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I can't walk around with a rainbow. <laughs> no, watch. I feel so. That's funny because you ever think that, is it is it the color? I don't know, bro. I just. Uh, <laughs> it's just something yeah. about it. I don't know how to. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know which way to. Put I felt. It. I yeah. felt that you know, way it's just about. Like I just yeah. for me personally, yeah. I can't see myself wearing a rainbow watch, man. Yeah. I don't know okay. if it's I'm too masculine I felt or the whatever same way. it is. I don't know what it, what exactly it is. I just can't. I don't know. I can't put it together. I, for myself. I felt the same it's a sick way. Watch until I, yeah, I tried crazy. on a rainbow Daytona, and I was like. It's kind of nice. Right. <laughs> and like the same thing with the Rainbow Latona. If I really loved it, like yeah. I would have kept it for myself. But yeah. it was just something about that. I can't. The rainbow. It's flashy. I don't know. It's, like, it's just a little more flashy than. Do you wear diamonds on your watch? No. Nah. But I'll, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to like, like if something is factory. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. I'll never. I won't. No bust downs. No. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone ever come to you and asked you to do that? All the time. What, what do you, you tell them away? Do you oblige or do I'll you? I'll tell them. I'll give them my advice. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, this is stupid. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I'm saying? You're ruining the watch. Yeah. Yes. But if they insist, mm. I'm not going to. Tr- well, not I'm not really right now. I'm not really doing this type of stuff anyway right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like doing other things. Sure. I'm not mm-hmm. really selling watches on a daily basis. But if someone comes to me and be like, I need the bust down. I, I mean, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll recommend you against it. I'll try to convince them with all my yeah. power. Yes. But there's some people that are just stubborn. Yeah, that's what like, they want. This yeah. is what I want. 
and I'll make it happen. I feel like a lot too, like with you know? the with yeah. the young guys who are like just getting into it. Yeah, you, your second, third watch that's probably what you want. Like first you want a Rolex, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I need that. I need that ice. Yeah. But we were the first people to bust down watches, and like yeah. for Champ, like Floyd was like yeah, the Floyd first stuff person is crazy. to bust down a Patek. Like when we did it, like mm-hmm. stupid, but. Yeah. We'll do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we were the did you, first Did you think people. that while it was happening? Like, you were we like we literally created that trend. You wow. know what I mean? Like of busting down and like it's not something that I wanted to do. It just it, yeah just happened. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, but the problem is what it, then people just start getting greedy, bro. Yeah. Like yes. they start making these watches with fake mechanisms. I know. Yeah. Fake yeah. dials. That's uh, what I fake, to talk Yeah. They about. Start penny pinching. It's like it's like the whole watch is now all they do is make a fake. You know, case. Yeah, it's just a fake, uh, fake movement, yeah. and they put the diamonds in them, and it's just some like, pretty wild stuff we've seen. Yeah. So recently. that type of stuff, it just gets like way overboard, and yeah. like, becomes like kind of gross to me, and mm. just like I, I wanted to ask too because, um, you know, you spoke about the Diamond District and Forty Seventh Street, and we have um, really good friends of ours like Ryan that does business on the on Forty Seventh Street in the Diamond District, and he talks about that like. The Diamond District is the mecca for watches globally. 100%. And you do have people that do really good business, you know, someone like yourself. Um, but there are um, people that are very greedy. And you use greed. Um, and taking advantage of a less knowledgeable consumer. 100%. Um, because we're sitting down here, we're at Sotheby's. You know, um, not putting you in a box, but it would be said that you'd be like the hip-hop jeweler or so on and so forth but you know you're talking about watches and wonders so for someone that's like less educated you throw watches and wonders and you start talking about geneva and horology like their heads bust so the level of knowledge that you have and the integrity that you have how do you separate yourself from the rest i'm not on 47 street anymore Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the name yeah. of the episode. <laughs> that's, that's key. <laughs> I'm not on 47 shit anymore. Um, and again, like you said, it is the mecca though of like watches and jewelry. You know, there's good apples and there's rotten apples. Yeah. Um, and to me, I wouldn't consider myself a hip hop jeweler. Of course. And I didn't. Sorry. Anyway. No, no. Yeah. And I would just I would consider myself somebody that deals with the industry. Yes. Yeah. And the culture. Yeah. And um, you know I feel like, you know the the culture, is what really drives, everything. 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 Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, like when Kevin's wearing something or, or Hove is wearing something, that's what really makes. Yeah. The, these watches hot. It's not about what's going to happen in Watches and Wonders. It's yes. about who's going to be gonna wearing wear those watches after Watches and Wonders. Yes. You know, that's what really takes it to the next level. And, um, you know, so to me, just I feel like honesty, integrity, and just, you know, having the best intentions yes. for the people that you cater to will always get you to the to the level where you need to be. Yes. Because, you know, you can sell, a, uh, you can do one deal and sell a guy a watch and bang him in the head and and eventually they're going to come back and want to trade this watch. Yes. Well, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like, take it back. who's going to want to take that watch back? It's like, you're going to be like, oh, you just lost 70% of mm. what, what the watch is. So to me, it was always important to like sell people something that, you wouldn't want, you wouldn't mind taking something back. Something you understand about Yes. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like yeah. if someone ever wanted to trade it back, I'd be happy to take it back. Let's Absolutely. go. You know, let's do it, you know, because I know it's a great piece. I know that it's going to somewhat sustain its value. Yep. And, you know, I, I have pride in putting some of these watches on these people. On, and I on think that's the key wrist. piece, right? Like you come across something that you know is special. Someone might want to offload it. And you're like, yo, I might have the perfect person for this. I know yes. someone that would love to own this piece. For sure. And Absolutely. that and that changes everything. And most of the people that I sell these watches to never really sell. Yeah. yeah. Once they buy something, it's like tucked yeah. away into their collection. Very rarely do yeah. they sell uh, watches. But there is times, you know, they get sick of something or they want to trade for something mm-hmm. or it's just... Not, they don't wear they're it. They're not into it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so, changing, evolves. It's yeah. only natural if someone want to do that. 100%. You know, it's like... And then there's just people that just don't, don't, they just want to collect, 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 and there's just no sell in their vocabulary. It's kind of, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all true. different types of customers, all yeah. different types of people. And yeah. So, it's, so in, in terms of, um, you know, your perspective on watch collecting and, and the industry, 
Um, what do you think of some of the trends that you've been seeing now? Man, it's, it's crazy what's going on in the watch industry. Right. I, mean, uh, I would never in a million years think that watches would be trading for so much over retail. It's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me. I don't even know how or why it's yeah. happening, yeah. to be honest with you. I mean, there's just boggles my mind yeah because i know what i used to pay for these watches and compared to where they are right now is just worlds worlds apart yeah so it's just like i was telling you earlier in the earlier in the show you know people used to come to us because we can get them discounts yeah now you gotta like to do somebody a favor it's like i, I plug them with my ad's mm. yeah i'm not even looking to make money i just want you to take care of my, how mind-blowing is that you know, for like some of the guys you're talking to because like you were the guy who I could get this for you, but it's like, bro, if, if I do this for you, it's economically, it might not even make sense for right. you at this point. No, like, like 100%. Like, that's why I don't even sell, sell watches anymore to the majority yeah. of these people. My good customers, I won't even sell them a watch, really. I'll just plug them yeah. with an AD that will take care of them so mm. they don't get hit in the head. Because right. I can't even come to be like, to be like, to be like Kev, this watch is 250000 over list. I just can't, you yeah. know, it's like, I'll be like, Kev, let me introduce you to this AD over yeah. here at Patek. He'll take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all I want in return is a couple watches for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that list. So um, I don't yes. get my head busted. Bring you a really great You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a really great referral. Yes. That's it. You know, yes, like yes. I'm not even asking. I don't want to make any money on this. I don't mm -hmm. want anything. Just do me a favor. And, you know, when, when I want to watch, just don't bust me in the head. You know yeah. what I mean? Heck yeah. yeah. So. so it's funny because like even we were just talking about watches and wonders before and uh and then we were talking about you know the guys that are coming up as as tastemakers um how interesting is it now to see like where the culture has ascended to to where it used to be like sneakers right then it was like fashion then it's moved to art and now it's like yo there are guys that are involved in the culture that could make and break a brand yeah a watch company 100%. like if we wear your watch it's on fire. 100%. It's amazing to see. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, um, like I said before, you got a couple of tastemakers, influencers that really can dominate a watch brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about like even Hove, right? Like, so you have, I think about like the contribution he made to like AP and, and how a and, you know how AP is seen today, but he was instrumental in like really making AP a, a household name here in the U.S., you got this piece. Talk a little bit about this and how this found itself in, in your collection. This was the first AP that I ever bought. Uh, actually got it, my mom gave it to me as a gift, actually, for, oh, my, wow. for my 25th birthday. That's why I probably still have it. Yeah. So it's sentimental for me. Uh, this is the Juan Pablo Montoya. Mm. I think it's limited to 500 pieces. Wow. It's number five, 55. My okay. birthday is wow. the fifth. So oh, uh, my favorite number is five. So... It's pretty dope. It's number 55 out of a thousand, actually. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I'll never sell this watch either. Uh, again, this is the watch that got me into AP. And I think, honestly, like I mentioned to you before, I mean, AP is because of Hove. I mean, yeah. he's the first peep, first guy that I've seen rocking. I was like, what the, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when he busted out with the rubber clad, mm -hmm. I don't even know what year it was, but I was like, oh. That's different, you know? Mm. And ever since then, I mean, um, I mean, I feel like he's put the watch on its, you know, put put them on their on their on the map. Yeah. Like with yeah. the culture. Yes. yes. No, I definitely. Mean, obviously AP's been around for forever, you know I mean? yeah. Forever. Yeah. But in terms of the culture, this man single handedly and He did, and, and that's what's so great about that company, and this is the reason why I love AP, because when you talk about the power and the influence of co branding and associations with you know uh, people as as brand ambassadors, you know their CEO uh, Francois, I feel like was a kind of a pioneer in understanding this early. You know, as someone who seeked out Jay Z, what twenty something did, yeah. years ago, mm -hmm. and was like, "Yo, we should do a watch together." A watch together. Yeah, absolutely. I think is in incredibly um, just like his level of foresight that he had. Um, really set the industry ablaze. What's what's even more interesting to me about this piece is that you got this when you were 25 
and your your mom bought this. <laughs> what was she What was she thinking about? Like she was that ahead of the curve. She kind of knew. Or- nah, she asked me obviously. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, mom's like, give, I'm giving my boy. Yeah, I told her no, I wanted. To, I, I told her that I wanted to buy that for myself. And yeah. She ended up actually just buying it for me for my birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. So I've been lucky. But even still, that so you were you were way ahead. Yeah, at 20, that point, that's twenty like, something years ago. Yeah, yeah, no one was really, you yeah. know, outside of like Hove. Like even when you listen to the lyrics, like I remember that that verse he did on a blueprint too. Um, I was a kid. I was like, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Audemars Piguet with the alligator strap. Yep. I was like. Yeah. Sounds cool. That's a great line. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Absolutely. Have you um have you ever got your hands on his um this, signature this offshore? Be a one of one. Yeah, number yeah. four, none to come. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of our mantras. Like that's what we try to get. Like, and now like Jay's got like the one of one blue RM, yeah. you know, the one of one green sapphire RM. He's got a, yeah, he's yeah. got crazy did stuff. You, did you have any role to play in like the, the designing or ideas or anything when it came to that watch? Nah, I didn't have anything to do. I just had a lot to do with getting it on his wrist. Sure. There yeah. we go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. Um, he even has, he has uh, the advanced research uh, Aquanaut yeah. that they have here. I remember I saw a picture of him rocking 56, that. 5650G. That was, I think that picture was when I first started to see that like him wearing paddock publicly. Cause I had never really seen him wear it publicly that often. Or maybe we weren't even really just looking at it. I that think time the first one then. that I remember him really wearing was at 6300. Yeah. Yeah. Did you help him get that? Yeah, I helped him a little bit with that one. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I remember that that was just like, I actually bought that watch mm. not knowing who I'm gonna sell it to. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I had in my mind. Yeah. This is, I need to, I'd love for Jay to buy this because I just knew like how special the watch was. And we purchased that watch. It was a crazy deal, but I'm not going to get into all that. Sure, but it was like yeah. so, so many like moving parts. And, yeah. Like, I was like spending two and a half million dollars yes. at the time. Oh, of course. And not knowing, and it's not yeah. like the watch market now where right. I know it's two and a half million, but it's really worth eight. Yeah. Right. At that time, it was worth two and a half million. No, right. yes. You know, it was worth what I was paying for it. Yes. And I, I mean, I didn't, I had the like the foresight that eventually that it would obviously appreciate in price. Sure. But it was still a gamble at the time. So when I bought the watch, I was a little bit nervous, but I took a flight right away to Jay's house and I was like. What was it like when you presented it to him? Just, you know. Jay's awesome. He was just showed him the watch, told him a little bit about it. Does he get excited? Him, yeah, and no, it's like a bit, you know, three million dollars is a big purchase. Sure. You know, yeah. no matter who you are. But you got so especially it, for a watch. And that's my point. Like to spend that much, no matter who He's you are, trust you. You got. You also have to love it. Yeah, and yeah. it's more like like, you know, it's trust factors. Like when yeah. you believe in somebody, mm. it's like. Your stockbroker, eventually, if you're dealing with a yeah, stockbroker and he's at that point. constantly giving you winners, 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 yeah. Yeah. like mm-hmm. you trust them with your with your asset, mm-hmm. it's the same type of situation with a watch guy. Like when you trust somebody, it's like he hasn't steered me wrong. You know, everything he's done has been exactly what he said. Yeah. Same amazing. thing like with with art. It's like he has people that does his art for him. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you have to trust somebody. And like you, sometimes you don't even see the vision, but the person that you trust does, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. So it's like, same thing with watches. Like when I came to him, I was like, Jay, I'm telling you, this is the, this is it. Yeah. This is, I mean, that, it is the watch. Well, at the time it was probably the only one in the country too. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've never seen one anywhere. So when I had the opportunity to buy it, I was like, I was a little, (laughs) I was a little nervous, but I was like, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gonna take this chance, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, you know, as soon as I brought it to him, he's like, I'm taking it. Was it almost immediate? Was it like, yeah. Nah, it wasn't even like a question. Yeah. It was like, I trust you, bro. You know, let's, yeah, let's do it. That's awesome. You know, and that watch. That's got to feel good, right? You, you, amazing, you've arrived watch. to a place where you've turned your passion and uh, into a business, but you've also moved it into a space where there are these people whom you you interact with and you engage and you you know how important they are to society and culture and the arts. And they're telling you, I trust you. I trust your taste level. I trust your opinion. And me investing in this piece is also investing in you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said to you, the relationships is more important than any type of money. Yeah. You know, like the money, money comes, money goes, bro. You know. Facts. 
up one day, down another day. Mm -hmm. But when you can look someone in their eye and they know that you never fucked them and you know that you never did any type of malice or it had any ill intentions, right. that goes beyond everything. Yeah. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because later in life, you never know. It's like you never want to burn bridges. Absolutely. Or, you know, yeah, especially, yeah. you know, um, in this industry, it's like all about trust. All about trust. You, you know, like is everything. people send you millions of dollars you know, without even having anything. You know, yeah. you've got to deliver something to them in a lot of cases. Yeah. Wow. So it's all about trust. And, yeah. you know, you screw one person over in this industry, Your the word goes around quick. And, yeah. you know, to me, it's always been about integrity and, uh, you know, having anyone ever talking about me, it's always in a very positive light. And, yeah. you know, and thank God, you know, like since I was in the in when since I've been in the industry, like every watch that I've sold, people have like come back to me and be like, thank you. That's right. awesome. You know, like there has good. never been a person be like, I bought this watch and now I'm <laughs> yes, down. It does. So much money. Why'd exactly. you? Yeah. Why'd you sell me this thing? You know, like, and that to me is like, you know, the integrity portion of it is the most important thing, especially when you're dealing with high-priced items. You know, yeah. high-ticket items. You know, just want your reputation to be a one. Exactly. What's your thoughts on on vintage? Are you into vintage watches at all? I'm not super into vintage watches okay. because, you know, it's a very tricky game. Vintage. It is. Yeah. It I be. sold a couple, and then I find out that like. This is not right, and mm. that's not right, and then it comes back to integrity. Like, yeah. I don't want to sell something that I don't know. Sure, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So if I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure about what I'm putting on someone's wrist, I prefer not to sell it. And then it goes back to no, I really want it. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll find it for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll find it for you because you're gonna go to someone else anyway that probably doesn't know what the hell they're doing. At least let me try to try to put it together. Right. You know, I know we sold Kev a couple of vintage pieces, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, he rocked that. He was rocking that flywheel, I mm -hmm. think, recently. He's got a couple AP of vintage. Flywheel. He got a couple of vintage uh, Daytonas also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah again, he has a, a Paul Newman. Yeah, yeah, so, and again, it's like, when I was buying these things, I'm not 100% sure that it's yeah. the, the exact uh, original buckle or, right. or original, you know, like because yeah. that's not my wheelhouse. You know, sure, I'm yeah. going on what other dealers are telling me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I prefer to know what I'm selling. Yeah. So I I try to steer away from it. Yeah. But it, again, if someone's like, I need it, I need it. I'm gonna try to get it for them at the Definitely. best of my ability. But it's not something that I can put like my 100% because I'm going over. I'm going off what other dealers are telling me. Right. Mm -hmm. Which. You know, is I don't, and to be honest, true. All the a lot of these dealers are, don't have the same type of integrity that mm, I have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they could be telling me, but I can't. You I can't loop for, something yeah, and yeah. know for sure. Oh, this is yeah. a '67, and the never been changed. Then yeah. you know the, yeah. the, the 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 strap matches the actual case. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So no, I'm not I'm not a professional in that in that in that field. So yeah. it's a, it becomes a little bit harder for me to sell those type of pieces because I'm not a hundred percent. I'm, it's not authentic to me. So no, like I, I can't. I can't sell something that I'm not a hundred percent sure that it is what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a little bit more difficult. Do I like it? Yeah, I'm cool with it. Again, not my thing. Like mm -hmm. rocking yeah. wise, like I'm not. I'm not really so into rocking vintage watches. Watch, yeah. I like the newer stuff. Yep. I like like new technology shit. Like mm -hmm. that's why Pernell like really stuck out to me. Right. Yeah. They're the fastest turbines, three times faster than anything else. Like yeah. new technology. I'm like into technology. So like. That's that's yeah. my thing. So I'm not super into vintage, but it's mm. cool. Yeah. You know, there's a huge market for it. Yeah. And, Definitely you is. know, and to each its own, bro. That's the beauty about watches, is yeah. like, you know, it's like it's it's personalized for each and every single person, yeah. like what they like. Be, you know, what you like, I may not like. What he yeah, might yeah. like, I may not like. It's what true. I like, you yes. may not like. You yes. know what I'm saying? So that's why that's what's the beauty yeah. about watches. Mm -hmm. not, we're all wearing different watches for a reason today. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because everyone has their own taste. Yep, yeah. definitely. You know what I mean? If we all walked into a room and everyone had on the same watch, it'd be, bo it'd be boring, boring, right? Yeah, it's super boring. So yeah, that's why like, yeah. I bought these. Like I, I could have bought a whole bunch of fucking RMs and shit. That would have been a flex too. Oh, but yeah, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, the Pernell's a real flex. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's sure. something new, you know for what sure. I mean? Like something sure. that not everyone's seen before. And it's like, that's yeah. like, to me, that's cool. You yeah, know what definitely. I'm saying? Being such a fan of Daytona's, how do you feel about Newman's Daytona going for 18 million? Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it serves him. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've seen a couple of them yeah, like of in your lifetime. That's yeah. something you would have been like, 18 million? Um, I would never think it. Yeah. I would yeah. never think it. But I would also not think that the 6300 
would go for 30 million at all. Yeah, like yeah. that stainless steel one off that they made. Yeah. And like today, even like you try to get a 6,300, you're talking about eight, nine million dollars potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that retail, like you said, is two and a half. Yeah, yeah. 2.2 retail right. is like eight, nine million dollars today, you know, at auction. Sotheby's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so you go to Sotheby's, you see a 6,300. If you ever see one, you're, yes. going, you're going to pay eight, nine million dollars. Yeah, easy. For sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, that's before before premiums, before attacks, before yeah, any of that. Yeah. Everything. So I mean, like, I would never think that. Like when I when I was it's amazing when I was to had to watch my today, hand. Yeah. I thought you know maybe one day it'd be worth four, four and a half. You know. Mm-hmm. That's gotta feel good too, though, when you like, you put something on somebody's wrist, and then, you know, you're like, man, this is a great sale, great client, fantastic, and then boom. They call you and like, yo, this joint jumped up like two hundred fifty percent. But see, yeah. now, now it's now it's already now it's now it's easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You now you know. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah now like you know. Exactly. Like you were taking a chance and like, yeah. oh, you don't know, it could go up, it could go down. Like, like a lot of the watches at that time, there was never a time that you were buying a watch at retail and you were you would come back flip it six months later, you're never making money on a watch. Exactly. Yeah. It was not uh, something that you made money on. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're making money on every watch. Yeah, yeah. It's like I buy, if like Jay buys a Sapphire for three million, you know, you turn around if he wanted to and sell it for six the next day. Yeah. And we know that before we're buying it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but he doesn't sell his watches, mm-hmm. but you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We know it's not like it was when, exactly. I, when we yeah, bought it make, the It makes a decision yeah. It's easier. a big yes. difference. Like, yeah, 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 of course, it's like, you know, like, It'd be stupid if you don't buy the watch right. at a certain point because it's an asset at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And unless something crazy happens and the world turns upside down again, yeah. it's always going to be value you know, a lot right. more than what you paid for. It's yeah, like buying sure. a house in Malibu you know, that's you can buy for 10 and you know it's worth 20. Yeah. Well, you got to be an idiot not to buy it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Even if you might not love the, love the house, but... It's a great investment. Yeah, when I you're mean, talking about assets, you're talking about is. investments. It's like it's a lot easier nowadays in the watch market. Yeah. Like if you have a connection with Francois and you have a good relationship with AP and you want a ceramic, yeah, you know, it's a hundred oh, grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, as soon as you walk out, it's worth three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. It's yes, a lot easier for sure. Yeah. You know, than what it was in the back in the days. There was you were not buying watches to make money off of watches. Right. Yeah. Or thinking that they were appreciating asset because they never were. Yes. You know, they this were just something new, that you like and you don't mind spending, you know, your extra money on it and putting it away maybe for your kids or whatever it is, but yep. you're not making money on watches. There was yeah. no such thing as making money on watches. That's true. You know? What are you looking for in terms of the future of your of your watch collecting? What's your like what's on your your short list of, now, of I, pieces I, to get? I love RMs. Okay. That's my thing. <laughs> okay. I love RMs. I don't know what it is about them. You know, they're just like, to me, RMs are super dope. And that's why I kind of like, like Pernell Pern- yeah. is like, they're fun. They're, they're kind of like, you know, they're different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And obviously they're the most expensive right now watches on the market. They are. Pretty much. You know, in terms of like, they only make 4,000 models a year, mm. which I love. You're not going to see a huge saturation of them out on the yeah. market compared to like companies like AP, you know, making 50, I think 60,000 now. Yeah, I think they're making 40, Patek's making like 60. Yeah, 40, yeah. and you yeah. got Patek making 60, and you got Rolex making a million. Mm. So I know with, with RM, like, and when it comes to like storing your value, I feel like that's probably your best place because of the amount of quantities that they put output and just like, you know, how hard it is to actually get them yeah. for retail. So I feel like that's a great, in terms of a place to to put your money, I feel like it's a great place to to invest your money when it comes to watches. And I just love the aesthetic look. Like I said, I'm very sporty. Yeah. And I just love the way RMs look, you know? Same thing with Patek's. So mm. Like, I'm super into Nautilus's, which I never were, was, like... What changed eight for you? Eight years ago. I don't know. Just, like, just putting... I just... He found Recently, the one. just yeah, found the one <laughs> yeah, and it's like I want the like I'm definitely getting the rose gold version of this. Mm. I'm gonna try to get Aquanaut, the 5968, the bigger. Your chronograph, the yeah. chrono, yeah, yeah. yeah. The you like it in steel and gold? Um, I think I'm gonna get white gold one. Yeah, blue yeah. or green? The green, maybe blue. Yeah, I, I like the blue better than the green on Patek. Okay. Yeah, my I wife's got my wife's green. got the the, the green, green with the diamond bezel mm-hmm. for the nice. la- the ladies one. Um, yeah, I mean. I, Again, my favorite watches right now still are just RMs and uh, and Pateks. Awesome. If I had to pick one watch to wear forever, it'd probably be an RM. RM? Probably, yeah. Okay. But Patek is right. You have a specific reference? Right there. In mind? I love the 1103s, the RM 1103s. 
I love them. They're discontinued now, but yeah, yeah. Um, just love that watch. Yeah. That's really the watch that really, the RM11 is the one that got me into, into R, into, I should have brought that, but uh, um, the one that got me into it. And like the first, the first RM that I bought, I think was uh, the Nadal, actually. Uh, the first That's Nadal. That's a good one. The first Nadal. We were in Aruba. And I couldn't believe that I was about to pay $120,000 for, <laughs> for a watch. It was like mm. blowing my mind. Like, am I really gonna do this? Uh, yeah. My wife's looking at me like, "We're already here." <laughs> you know? It's going down. And my yes. friend bought at that time a fifty nine eighty at the at the store. Yeah, like there, and this was just like when RM was just like really just starting, like to like yeah. make some noise. Make really some noise. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Out. So it was, a, it was, you know, and at that time, even at that time, like I, I overpaid for it, you know, because mm. you could find them on 47th Street for like a hundred grand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just loved the watch. That's awesome. You know, so to me, I didn't care about the, it was so yeah. much about the money situation. It was just about find something that you love, you mm -hmm. know, that's just, that strap, yeah. man. Once like, you put it on, you just, you know. And just yeah. like, wow, you couldn't even believe this is a $120,000 machine on your wrist. And at that time, nobody really knew. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about wearing them and like. Nowadays, I'm scared to even bring my my my, my watches out. Like yeah. some of them, you know, just because I don't have insurance anymore on uh, <laughs> on my because I was doing when I had the jewelry business, I had a whole bunch of insurance, so yeah. I don't have that anymore. And insuring the watches, sure, watches expensive. It's very expensive, and it's yeah. just like honestly, like I had when I did have the insurance and I had a situation, they didn't want to pay me <laughs> because of whatever reason it was a mm. whole story, but. Yeah. You have to settle with them for half of what you actually what the watch costs. So I was well, like, I'm not doing this no yeah. more. Yeah, just rather be careful and just like you know, yeah, not walk around like a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> I want to I ask you because you are a serial entrepreneur. Um, these guys will probably poke fun at me because I always talk about the future. You want to say something about the metaverse? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So um, I know you invested a lot. And now you've moved on from jewelry and watches and you have other ventures um, that you've made public. Um, is tech, is that something you're into as well? Yeah, I definitely, I got into NFTs and some crypto stuff during the, during the pandemic, which I regret. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> which I Not regret right you. now. I mean, only regret because financially, you know, I bought a yeah. bunch of shit that's worth 10 cents on the dollar what I bought it yeah. at, you know, so. It's cool. I don't know what I was thinking. I must. I was really bored during the pandemic. And <laughs> yeah. That's what happened with watches. I yeah. was bored and started reading shit online. Yeah, and like I just ended up buying a bunch of NFTs. You know, like in my mind, it just I don't understand it. You know, I paying fifty thousand for a picture of a frog. You know, <laughs> that's, that's worth maybe two thousand dollars today. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like to me, just I made a lot of bad decisions jumping into something that I that I know nothing about. You know mm. what I mean? Is there a future in it? And maybe 20, 30 years from now, when my kids are going to college and stuff, the frog is going to be worth it might be my, a million might dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be back and tell you, hey, that was the best thing I ever did. You know? yes. But yes. as yes. of right now, I just uh, feel like pure idiot that I... So are you, are you sitting on them? Yeah, I mean, I can't sell it now. Can't sell them yeah. now. Once you sell, yeah. that's the loss. Worth yeah. You know? I'm not trying to actualize that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm just sitting on a bunch of worthless stuff right now. Um, I bought, I got obviously like everyone else, some Bitcoin and some Ethereum, but I'm not really too heavy into it. Yeah. Um, just something that if it does happen to to pop, it does. Yeah. It's yeah. not something. I felt like the correlation though with the with the with the Bitcoin, like when Bitcoin is up, the mar the watch market is really flying. It was, yeah. Know? They yeah. were. So I feel like pretty it goes well pretty tethered hand together. Hand, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but everything at the time was. It was, was up. flying. Yeah. yeah. So I was like. The whole the whole world was just like yeah. up up up. Yeah. Now everything's starting to come back to reality a little yeah. bit. We still got watches. Yeah, exactly. But uh, at the worst case scenario, I can in, put this on my wrist and enjoy. And enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yes. I can't enjoy can't this stupid the picture of a frog. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even look at it. my phone and yeah. be like, "What yeah. the? F what was I thinking?" Man? <laughs> and then I got an answer to my wife. <laughs> what were you thinking? You know, you bought a frog for fifty grand. <laughs> a picture of one, nonetheless. None He's just good. like staring at you. Like, what the f is going on in this world? They're like, how do you even rationalize that? It's like I must have smoked a lot of weed that day. <laughs> 
My man, Alex, this has been a, a, a true pleasure. I appreciate you joining us tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's funny because we had, we had a really good friend on the show that connected us, uh, Ronaldo Nehemiah, uh, uh, amazing watch collector out of Atlanta, stylist. And it's funny because Ronaldo started watching the, early, the, the show early and supporting very early on. And uh, when we had finally got him on, he was always saying, man, you got, you got to be Alex. You got me, Alex. <laughs> yes. And um, when, uh, when the Sotheby's Lux edit, you know, was coming about and we connected with our people here in the watch department, we were looking for a guest. And uh, I was talking to Ronaldo and he was like, yo, this is perfect. Like, we got to introduce you. So, you know, for someone like yourself who is as established and, and as a storied career as you have to come and, and, and join us tonight. Uh, much appreciated. You're a legend in the culture. Appreciate uh, the things that you've accomplished just as a as a fellow New Yorker, Brooklynite. Yes. yes we sir. appreciate you. And I think it's important that you know that your contributions uh, to the culture and, and your love and affection for, for watches has uh, you know is, is is in part responsible for this. You know, this exists on the back of you and others like you. Appreciate who it. have sort of laid down the path already. So I yes. wish you guys all the best. Lots Thank of you. luck with this. this. is great. I'm happy that you guys are connecting to the culture. You know, you don't see a lot of people, brown, black, and, yep. you know, in this world. You know, mm -hmm. it's great to see that you guys are doing it and, you Thank know, you. keep it keep it up, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you guys connect to the culture, which is the most important thing. That's what drives everything. Appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. For those Thank of you, you watching and, yeah, and listening, uh, you know where to find us. Uh, on Instagram at Rich Check Pod. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen and watch us on Spotify. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, there'll be some more content coming soon. Yeah. Um, the Sotheby's Luxury Edit uh, auction goes live on March 7th. But before then, during the first week of March, those first six, seven days, uh, you can come here to Sotheby's and see everything live and in person. They have an amazing staff. They're incredibly hospitable. And you can try on watches. They also have luxury bags. Yeah. Lots jewelry. of Birkin bags going Lots on. Of Birkin. <laughs> Lots of Birkin. So I, uh, I encourage you to stop by. And uh, this was episode 49. We'll see you next week. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>